Stop punishing yourself with bland, chalky protein shakes and fuel your fitness with the best protein in the game at GNC. We've got the hottest brands and flavors that legit taste like cookies, your favorite cereal, indulgent desserts, and more. It's on at GNC. The MLS Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. Week 12, Jacob, you uh, you like my contrasting jersey to my background because I do. I do. I like that we're, we are definitely stepping it up in the MLS gear department. <laughs> is, uh, bro, this is uh, English Premier League, Everton, man. Oh, I, you know, I can't see the bottom of it. I uh-huh. Oh, I see. I see the badge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. I, you know what? I should have worn my uh, Eintracht Frankfurt jersey. <laughs> hey, Everton won yesterday. Toffees won. We oh, all... I couldn't believe it. I have I have Brighton too. I couldn't believe it. I I was worried about Everton winning, so I took double chance. Uh, I actually I think I took them on the spread, like plus one and a half, and I was so ecstatic. And right now we are right above the relegation zone, so I can't complain. Nottingham Forest won, but uh, you know what? Is that your team? Is that your Brit- Is that your EPL uh, team? I'm an Everton and Fulham fan. Okay. So, um, Everton, just growing up, I was a fan. And then when I traveled over there, I got to see a Fulham game. So, I, I became a, uh, a Fulham supporter. But that sure. was when they were uh, – uh, that was prior to them being in the Premier League when they were um, in the second tier. Got it. Um, who's, who's your English Premier League team? Um, honestly, I, I'd probably have to say Man City. Um oh. I know, I know, I know, but honestly, I I like them. I just do. I like the team. Um, on, but I'm a bigger fan of lower league English soccer. That's where I. That's my wheelhouse, really. I like some Ipswich Town. Uh, some um, what else was there? Um, yeah, who who knows? There's a million random teams, but I like you know uh, English north division you know national north division kind of stuff some uh wrexham that kind of thing you know some people probably know that name you're a uh you're a bayern munich a psg barcelona (laughs) no 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 it's not that bad (laughs) and uh no man hey dude i'm i'm stoked for week 12 yeah Uh, i love 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 some some mls action we got going on um especially because all these european leagues are starting to dwindle down towards the end of the season um we're gearing up we're about a third of the way through the mls uh season let's get right into it um saturday we start off saturday may 13th we have an afternoon game the chicago fire host the st louis city sc chicago even money right now plus 265 for st louis the draw plus 265 over unders at two and a half three leaning more towards the under and we have some breaking news because the chicago fire fired their head coach no pun intended Ezra hendrickson uh he took over at the beginning of the 2022 mls season you know, man, uh, it, it was probably time, maybe a little less surprising, uh, sorry, more surprising than uh, the Red Bulls' uh, termination of their coach. But the Fire are one in five at home. Um, you know, they probably wanted to, to make some changes, uh, salvage the season. Um, you know, they uh, Nashville, Nashville beat them pretty bad. Um, and... You know, I, I was surprised at this one. The other one, not so much. Um, I thought the fire had showed some fight in some games, but, you know, obviously one and five at home um, is is not great. But <laughs> it's five. It, oh, I don't You know, the one and five is um, five draws. So their losses all come on the road, undefeated at home. But with one win in six home games, I get it. But it is what it is. It feels a little bit early. But, uh, you know, um, they also only have one clean sheet. 82% of their uh, home matches have seen both teams to score. And then St. Louis on the flip side, right? We'll, we'll switch uh, switch gears there for a second. Uh, their match was abandoned um, in Dallas due to weather. Uh, eight of their 10 matches have seen over two and a half. They only have one road loss. Uh, but they haven't won their past two. 
Um, they haven't been lo- winning or losing in five of their five away matches at half. So drawing every time at half, they have the most goals through 11 matches, 22, uh, two per game. So hard to win on the road. Uh, fire have fire. Haven't lost at home. You know, we'll have to see, um, have to see more about, you know, if, if Klaus plays for St. Louis, um, not sure, probably we'll find out closer to game time, but Chicago fire. I've seen both teams to score in seven of 10 St. Louis can score on the road. Um, I like the Fires draw no bet first half, um, but probably I'm going to stick more so with both teams to score. Uh, now that the news of the Fire head coach came out, we have no idea what to expect from the Fire. Uh, who do you like in this one? Um, I will start off by saying that there is a hot take alert from Ty. A one in five home record is not good. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, it is not good for Chicago Fire. Um I you know I, I'm not a, I'm not a I'm not a big believer in fire, um, but you know you do have to worry about the new coach bounce. Um, do you know I you know I honestly I didn't get a chance to see. Um, do you know if they're just going like they have an interim? They didn't bring anybody else new in yet, right? Yeah, um, they just have a interim. Uh, sure. Okay. Coach. Um, well, you know, last week's game against Chicago, I, you know, I think Nashville could have put up 10 on them. I mean, they had they like 30 shots, 11 on target, 10 corners. I mean, they got beat up by Nashville bad on the road last week. Um, you know, Hani Mukhtar, um, you know, had a um, hat trick against them last week. Um, so, you know, that's something else to bring up. Um you know, he actually got it in the 91st minute was his third goal. But, um, you know, just, just like I said, you know, that game wasn't as close as, as it as it reads, even even at three zip. Um, and St. Louis, you know, got a lucky break, kind of got, a, you know, like a little mini bye week because of the rain. So on the road, I am on the opposite side here. I like St. Louis City to win. Um, I'm probably going to take them. Um, probably draw no bet um, and maybe sprinkle a little on just a straight money line. Um, I don't like both teams to score here just because Chicago, I, I, I don't know if I can trust them at home. Um, but yeah, I'm taking a step at St. Louis on the road. I, I know it's been shaky. Uh, I just don't believe in Chicago. I, I don't believe in that team. Um, you know, St. Louis has shown that they're able to score on the road. I mean, I might even take a little sprinkle on St. Louis um, team total over one and a half and plus 188. You know, it kind of reminds me of last week's game where we saw, I think it was like New England, I think was um, somebody last week was um, a dog and they really shouldn't have been. It's that same kind of situation here. Um, so let's go see. Yeah. And uh, Frank Clopas. Uh, Kl- is the the new manager? It's his third time taking over for the fire. Uh, he coached him for <laughs> 2013, and then uh, he replaced Raphael Wicky to close out the 2021 season. Um, and has been on Hendrickson's staff as an assistant since 2020. So uh, familiar faces uh, will be managing the fire, I assume, for the rest of the season, unless they decide to fire another coach, uh, which we've also seen uh, in European. MLS is a little different, uh, I think, because of the structure and the non-relegation that we have here in MLS. Coaches kind of get the benefit of the doubt for longer tenure and longer term. Um, And I also think just from – I hate to say it, but I feel like the competitive nature uh, of of winning – winning at all costs hasn't trickled into MLS like it has in, sure. in the Premier League. I mean, Leeds are on their, what, third manager of the season? <laughs> so, yeah. And, and then, I mean, Chelsea is a, is a wreck. So it's, you know, it's crazy. Next up, we got Atlanta hosting uh, Charlotte. But before we do that, let's take a quick break to hear from our terrific sponsors. Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also have a chance to win $500. Shady Rays has you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and much more. Shady Rays have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection in all of eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. First, the bad news. SAP Business AI won't help you generate cubist versions of your family's holiday photos. But it will help you understand which supplier is best to help you roll out your plant-based packaging in Southeast Asia. Or identify the training your junior project manager needs to rise up the ranks. And automate repetitive tasks while you focus on big innovations. So you can be ready for the next opportunity. Revolutionary technology. Real-world results. That's SAP Business AI. Wear your Shady Rays with confidence because they have your back long after you purchase. If you don't love them, exchange for a new pair or return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Rays. Their team always has your back. Go to ShadyRays.com and use code SGPN for 50% off two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. Then take your receipt to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash shady for your chance to win the $500 Shady May contest. And we are back Atlanta hosting Charlotte FC. Atlanta minus 170 home favorites. Charlotte plus 420 underdogs. Drop plus 340. Over-unders at two and a half to three, leaning more towards the over. Uh, Atlanta, four wins at home, yet to lose at home. 17 shots, five on target against Miami. They dominated much of the game. Um, you know, they uh, they obviously didn't win the game um, because Joseph Martinez decided to show up and put on a performance, get the brace. Uh, they've seen over two and a half in their last four, averaging over two goals at home per match, scored in every home game, conceded in four or five at home. Uh, Charlotte, you know, they have one win, five row games. They've conceded more than a goal. In four or five away, three or five away have seen over two goals conceded. All five away matches have hit over two and a half. They haven't kept a clean sheet on the road. Um, they have the fourth, fourth highest goal average conceded at 3.09 per match. Um, sorry, fourth highest goal average in a game at 3.09. Highest goals conceded at 1.91 per match. We say so often, like I did in the first game, winning on the road is tough. Um, Atlanta's not going to lose this, but I do expect Charlotte to at least get one. I'd say three, one, four, one. If you're looking for a correct score. Um, I do like another both teams to score minus minus one forty. Um, I'm also willing to get a little risky on the total and go over three at, at plus one Oh five. I dig it. Uh, you know, it's been a minute for me. Um, but I am actually going to give out a little ladder here. Um, Please. For a total, uh, let's go Atlanta team total over one and a half, over two and a half. Um, God, I don't think I can do the four, but uh, but let's do a little mini one. Uh, you know, over so, so it's a little juicy. Uh, Atlanta team total over one and a half, minus one sixty five. Uh, but one thing to remember is that Charlotte has given that up. Oh, um, I think. Every single road game but one. So uh, four out of the last five, they've given up more than a goal and a half on the road. Um, Atlanta at home, um, like Ty just said, um, they know how to score. They know how to win at home. Um, I think that's an easy winner. And I think Charlotte on the road is susceptible to giving up more goals than that, which is why I'm going to take the over two and a half as well. Um, You might want to jump on that total over three. Atlanta is just a beast at home, one of the best home teams in the – in MLS right now. Um, and a couple other things to remember, uh, Atlanta have scored in all games so far this year. Uh, and uh, they have also conceded in the last five games. So, uh, that leans to ties both teams to score. Yes. Um, I'm actually not going to take that. Um, I'm not going to not take it, but I'm going to just lean on the total instead. Um, let's go that over three. So, um, yeah, just a pretty simple play for me. Pretty straightforward. Atlanta likes to score, likes to score at home. Um, yeah, let's, let's get it. Yeah, I mean, you know, with the total for Atlanta, I mean, Charlotte's last away game, they played D.C. United, they lost 3-0. Atlanta are much better than D.C. United. Right. Previous away game, Charlotte played Salt Lake, 
they lost three to one right. goals to Salt Lake. Previous game to that, Charlotte allowed two goals to Toronto. Um, so, I mean, yeah, you're spot Honestly, on. Honestly, if they would have given up four goals once this year, I would have taken the over. I would take the over three and a half. But they have not given up four, so the yeah. ladder is going to stop it at uh, at two and a half. And Atlanta's only scored more than three goals uh, once. Right. And it was a 5-1 thrashing to Portland at home. But I, I do like that uh, that, that ladder. Yeah, this, uh, is, right. this is like uh, – this Atlanta play is, is going to be like my play of the week, just like Houston was last week for me. Um, this is uh, – this is one to really pay attention to and maybe hammer. I believe this line's going to go up. So if you have the opportunity to take it earlier in the week, I would, um, because that's definitely going to go up. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right, man. Um, next up, we have a battle of Canada. Uh, sorry, Vancouver. Uh, we have Montreal hosting Toronto FC, Montreal plus one twenty favorites at home, Toronto plus two twenty as the underdog, the draw plus two fifty over unders at two and a half, uh, leaning towards the over, um, Montreal three and one, three wins, one loss at home. Um, they they have not drawn on the season. Um, you know, they got two second half goals in four minutes. Thanks to an own goal outshot Orlando two to one, still one two zero. They've won four of their last six against Toronto. Both teams. The score has occurred in five of six. Um, Montreal hasn't seen over two and a half in their last four. They have three straight clean sheets. Uh, Toronto, zero goals, 20 shots for them um, against the Revs. No Michael Bradley. You know, they have zero wins, five road matches. They've only seen two and a half and four of 11. Uh, they've yet to score first, a first half goal on the road. Um, you know, so Montreal, 82% of their goals conceded were away. So Toronto really hasn't found their groove. Um, you know, last last season, I was a big proponent of high-scoring Toronto games. I've caught on that this is not the same squad that <laughs> is scoring two, three, four goals in a match. They are, however, allowing a decent amount of goals. Um, Montreal, I think, will get this Canadian pride thing going. Uh, we've seen them beat the Union at home. They seem much more comfortable at home. Um, I really like Montreal, draw no bet, first half. Uh, I, I was successful on quite a few first half lines last week. That is at minus 150, so a little juicy, but Toronto has not scored in the first half on the road. So, yes, maybe we get a 0-0 draw, but I think Montreal come out and, and come out firing against uh, their country rival Toronto. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, Toronto really – God, I cannot believe – I just got to say, I did not bet New England last week how I wanted to. And I told myself going into that game, like, this does not seem right. Toronto should not be a favorite in this game. It was, I looked, it was the New England game that I was talking about before. Um, and New England really took it to them. I know Toronto had a lot of shots, but um, a lot of them weren't even close. Uh, you know, I did watch that game. I should say, uh, New England Rev, if you are listening, uh, I am trying to get a job with you guys. So <laughs> uh, I should have bet them, and uh, I didn't, and I'm upset about it. Uh, and I'm going to take it out on Toronto this week. I don't think this is a high-scoring game. Um, I actually like the under in this game. Uh, you know, we've seen Toronto on the road. Um, either kind of feast or famine for goals, um, not for them, but giving up goals. Um, you know, we've seen them play two zero zero draws, a one one draw versus Atlanta, um, and then we saw them give up goals um, in the Philly and DC game um, on the road. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I really like the under in this game. I think I'm going to go with the under two point seven five. Just for a little push protection, just for like a half loss in case Toronto does decide to score. But honestly, I, I don't think they score here. Um, so I, I like this to be a just a low score and pretty easy game. Um, yeah, I mean, not much to it for me here. I like I like the under the and a down under three um, to get a little bit safe. Safety action. What worries me about a game like this is because they're both Canadian teams. I don't know if that actually matters, but it's like the Red Bulls playing <laughs> UFC. Like you're just like, okay, we want to be taken seriously. We got to beat our in-state, in-country, nearby rival. Um, so, but I do like it. I, I think uh, with the way Toronto's playing, could be another 2-0 victory for Montreal at home. Right. Uh, right. But. Uh, Let's take another quick break to hear from our sponsors. 
Are you having a hard time meeting great people to date? Why do you keep trying the same methods over and over if you know you're set up to fail? It's time to say goodbye to swiping and bring back the human touch to dating with Talkify. Talkify is the country's number one modern matchmaking service that is designed to help you achieve relationship success. Their trusted compatibility specialists hand-select successful and compelling candidates so you can date consciously and productively. Here's how it works. The Talkify matchmakers meet with you to learn about what you're looking for in a partner. Then, they'll select and screen potential match candidates. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. It's for you, doing background checks, video interviews, and asking the tough questions that are too awkward for first dates. From there, your matchmaker plans your date introductions and handles all communications for you, creating a safe and stress-free dating experience. Talkify is committed to finding your match. 80% of clients met their person within the first 12 matches. And right now, Talkify is offering our listeners 20% off when you become a client at Talkify.com SGPN. That's T-A-W-K-I-F-Y dot com SGPN for 20% off when you become a client. Talkify.com slash SGPN. And we are back, Jacob. We got Columbus Crew hosting Orlando City. Columbus minus 135 favorites. Orlando plus 360 underdogs. The drop plus 285. Over-unders at two and a half. Slightly leaning towards the over. Who do you like uh, in this Columbus match? I see you got some Columbus gear. Uh, Yeah, hold on. Let me move this out of the way. Uh, Let's go, Crew. Uh, I think they really take it to Orlando here. Um, I'm just pulling my page up real quick. Uh, While I'm doing that, I just got to show you guys real quick. Look at the awesome MLS Gambling Podcast mug I got. I just had a show custom-made. I'm sorry, not available to the public yet. Uh, We'll get there. But uh, if you guys got to stare at my coffee cup, I figure it should be branded. So, uh, yeah, back to it. Uh, I think Columbus is going to be pissed off after losing at home to Inter in their last game. Um, and they take on a Orlando City side that is uh, not very good. Uh, Orlando uh, lost their last game on the road to Montreal. Um, they did win two out of the three road games before that, um, but they played Minnesota and Philly. Both teams were real shaky then. Um, that's going back to March 25th and April 16th. So if you remember, Philly March 25th was a garbage. Um, so I'm not reading too much into that. I'm kind of just looking at, What's going on in the league as they got those wins? Um, same thing with Minnesota the next week. And, you know, and then we saw them come back to earth against Montreal, losing on the road. Um, you know, Columbus are three games since a win, so I really think that they're going to try and get back to it. Uh, and Columbus have also scored the most goals at home in the MLS. Um, they've scored in all their home games, and Orlando City have conceded in all their home uh, in all their away games. So um, for me, I am going to take Columbus a minus one plus 132. Uh, I'm also going to take their team total over one and a half minus 120. Um, I really like both of those. Um, you know, I'm going to stay away from the both teams to score here. I'll leave that to you, Ty, if, if you like it. But um, for me, uh, taking a look at this slate, a lot of my uh, plays this week are going to be small favorites and team totals over one and a half, I guess. Uh, but let's go crew. Yeah, the crew uh, minus one plus one thirty two. That's a nice a nice little play there. I'm staying away from uh, both teams to score, not because I don't think Orlando can score, but more so because I ha- I believe in Columbus uh, a sure. lot. 
three, one and one at home. Uh, they only have four goals against them at home. They've scored in nine of 10 matches this season. Uh, second most goals in MLS 1.9 per match, 19 and 10, uh, nine of 10 games thus far that they've played in the 2023 season have had one goal or more at half, right? So that means 10% of their games have seen zero, zero at half. So, uh, looking like we might see at least a goal, hopefully more in the first half Orlando, um, they have actually won five of six against Columbus. So oh. they've scored in three of four on the road. Uh, they've conceded in every match away. Both teams to score at minus 125 is probably the best both teams to score odds that we've seen thus far on the slate. Um, you know, I Columbus at home, you got to take the money line, especially when it's 135. I think right. this, this line probably should be more like 160 minus 170. It's going to go up. It's 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 probably going to end up probably being about minus one fifty minus one fifty five if I if I had to uh, take a take a prediction on that. Um, but Orlando right now is a crapshoot, right? They they have two wins on the road out of four. Um, they've been playing better on the road. I do like Columbus money line uh, at minus one thirty five. I'm also I'm also going with what I said earlier. First half over one goal for both these teams at minus one twenty. Um, I, I like the, uh, the the way Columbus comes out on the attacking foot, and maybe Orlando gets one early too, and uh, we see you know like a one-one halftime score or two-nothing Columbus would be fine with me. So um, look into that one. But as we move on, we got DC United hosting Nashville. DC plus one twenty-five favorites. Nashville plus two twenty-five. The draw plus two thirty-five. Over unders at two point two five, leaning more towards the over. Uh, DC 13 shots. Uh, they did get a goal in the 90th minutes. Um, too late though. FC Cincinnati basically had the win. Um, they're playing around 500 at home. They're two, one and two. They've seen over two and a half and three straight have scored in four straight. Um, Nashville, you don't want to play them at home, but you do want to play them on the road. Uh, a hat trick from Hani Mukhtar, 30 shots. 11 on target, which is absolutely insane. Um, they only have one win in four road games, though. Three goals scored, three goals conceded. Uh, one of four has seen both teams to score. So Nashville are a, a tough cookie to crack on the road. They have the second lowest goal game average at 1.82, but they have scored in four straight. So with that, uh, it comes down to who do we trust more in this one, right? Nashville kind of look unstoppable at the moment. Uh, I am worried about the total. I am worried about both teams to score um, just because of how good Nashville's defense is. At the plus price, I'm I'm taking Nashville draw no bet at, uh, at plus 135. I think that's yeah definitely worth it especially how nashville looked last week dc united may you know come out of their shell and uh benteke may get a hat trick i don't know but uh i'll lean with nashville this one uh yeah i like that a lot um you know honey Mukhtar coming off another great performance uh you, you know i think he's mvp runner uh front runner right now um you know he's been playing great all year and he really leads this team um dc united you know winners of three out of last five not going to take it away from him but they have played charlotte orlando and montreal uh for the three teams that they've beaten recently so um you know that says something while nashville took it to chicago took it to atlanta tied against lafc i mean that that tie against lafc tells me a lot about how good this Nashville team is. They have a great defense. Um, their goals allowed average is 0.55 per game right now. So um, they're averaging about a half a goal per game allowed. Um, and DC United just doesn't have the, atta- uh, the attacking power. Um, while I think they're headed in the right direction, um, they are still missing um, some pieces that I think that they could use to really, you know, strengthen that attacking uh, front for them. Um but, you know, putting up a goal at Cincinnati, not bad. And, you know, the three games prior, they did win. So uh, while, you know, we kind of started the season talking about, um, you know, D.C. United being a bottom feeder, they're actually, you know, headed in the right direction. So um, yes. just something to keep an eye on for future weeks. But uh, I'm, I'm right there with Ty on this one. Um, let's go Nashville. Um, I think Nashville can, um, you know, I think I – jeez. Um, yeah, yeah, let's just go Nashville. I'm going to 
draw, sorry, I know I'm stuttering all over the place. Draw no bet, uh, plus 134, I think is going to be the play for me here. I'm just trying to decide if I want the over two at minus 188, uh, real steep price. Um, but I think Nashville gets there themselves. Um, but I don't like to give out something too juicy uh, like that on here. So I think I'm going to pass on that for today. Um, but, you know, keep an eye on the picks page. Um, I might give it out later in the week. It might be uh, something personal for myself. Yeah, I mean, I think maybe if you can find that at like over 1.75, I would. Nashville only has one away match that has seen over two and a half. But like we were talking about um, Nashville's, you know, kind of results. Nashville on the road lost to New York City. Uh, Not a bad loss. They lost on the road to New England 1-0. Not a bad loss. Um, Their other loss in the season was at home to Cincinnati. So three quality, I shouldn't say quality losses, but teams. But it is. It's a quality loss. Yeah. Teams that you look at and you're like, hey, you know, like these are top echelon MLS teams through 11 weeks of the season. You know, it, it's it's kind of a toss up. And, uh, you know, two of those games were on the road. You know, they lose to Cincinnati at home. Not a bad lot. I mean, you'd like to get all the right. points at home but um cincinnati's been rolling and uh, we just saw dc lose 2-1 um so yeah i think i think you're right though i do think this could be a three goal match um nashville scored three in a row uh sorry three goals the past two games in each so um but they haven't scored more than two uh They've actually been shut out in two of four on the road. Uh, but I agree. I think Nashville uh, draw no bet at plus money is right. a perfect play right now. Yep. And uh, next up, we got Inter-Miami hosting the Revolution of New England. Plus 150 for Miami, plus 180 for New England. The draw, plus 240. Over-unders at two and a half, leaning more towards the over. Um, they out- Inter outshot Atlanta 17-9. Joseph Martinez, the former Atlanta United star, got two goals against his former club. Uh, their left back, Franco Negri, uh, got a red card, uh, going to be unavailable for this one. They have a two-match winning streak. Uh, they've only seen both teams to score three of 10 thus far. Uh, they average about one, one goal per game conceded in each of their last eight. The revolution, uh, three, one and one away. They have seven wins out of 11 matches. Extremely efficient against Toronto. Thought we'd see maybe both teams to score. Uh, Toronto had 20 shots. I don't know what, how Toronto doesn't score. I'm telling you, it's because Mike Bradley, Michael Bradley was not playing. Uh, that is why Toronto didn't score. But they have the third best goals uh, against average at 0.82 per match. And they've scored first in 8 of 11 this season. So neither team has crazy offensive statistics. Miami's ability to score two goals at home worries me with the total. Uh, I'd rather lock in a revolution play. And, and I think right now, um, two plays for you. I think another road team. Draw no bet at, at plus money, plus 105 for the Revs. Um, I also like the Revs to score first. Eight of 11 this season, they've scored first. I like that at plus money, plus 110 is going to be uh, my two picks for this one. Yeah, I love that. Um, you know, I can't believe we're getting another great price on New England again at plus 180 on the road. I'm taking that right there, plus 180, let's go. I'm not making the same mistake twice. Um, I think Inter is terrible. Um, I'm, I am not a believer in them uh, whatsoever. Um, New England's only lost one game this year. I mean, and it was to LAFC, which I will forgive. You know what I mean? Um, other than that, they've either won or drawn everything. Um, and, uh, you know, Inter just does not have the firepower to live up to New England. So the reason I didn't bet New England last week is because they had some injury concerns, right? And I was worried going against that high-powered Toronto um, offense that they may not be able to keep up. We saw that New England defense lock down and shut out Toronto, and I think we're going to see that again here. Um, honestly, I'm about to take a future stab on uh, the Rev um, to either make the uh, make the championship, something like that, whatever I can find. Um, you know, I don't think there's anyone else in the conference right now that's playing like they are. Um, so yeah, because of that, um, I've got uh, New England into what do you think MLS Cup? Or Eastern Conference Finals. Um, honestly, I might take a stab at both. I mean, uh, who? I mean, right now, I mean, uh, if we could take a sec to talk about it, I mean, what other teams in the conference in the Eastern Conference right now are they going to really be having to compete against? Yeah, I mean, right now they are second favorites to win the MLS Cup. I have them right. up 100 right behind. Um, 
you know, and, and they haven't been slowing down. They got injured last uh, last week, and they're they won a game. When I, I mean, that's why I laid off was because of injury concerns, and it seemed not to slow them down. So um, because of that, let's go Rev plus one eighty. Uh, and again, I'm taking a stab on the team total over one and a half plus one forty three. Two plus money plays here. Um, but yeah, let's go Rev. I like it. I like it. And um, I don't know, Joseph Martinez. I feel like yes, he scored a brace against. Uh, the revs, but I don't think he gets a brace here. I don't know if he even gets a goal. I feel like he may be a little uh, up and down roller coaster ride uh, from scoring goals. Um, we have the Red Bulls hosting New York City FC, a New York derby. Uh, Red Bulls plus 105 favorites. New York City FC plus 265 underdogs draw plus 245. Over unders at 2.25, leaning more towards the under. Uh, the Red Bulls 1 6 and 4. On the season, uh, one three and one at home. Let go of their coach Gerard Struber. Um, not too surprised. I mean, you know, one win, eleven matches. That is bad. Um, they outshot Philly seventeen to three. Allowed a first half goal, which was enough for Philly to win their first loss at home. Um, one of eleven have gone over two and a half. They've seen seven straight go under two and a half. Um, New York City FC, back-to-back away losses after back-to-back home wins. They beat Charlotte in a slugfest. Or, I'm sorry, um, they got into a slugfest with Charlotte and lost. They failed to score in 50% away, have conceded in every second-half away match. So, an arch-rival in-state Darby match, this one kind of the lackluster feel of previous Derby matches. Uh, the Red Bulls have been atrocious all season. They may get up for this one here, not only because it's their rival uh, in state, but also because they have a new coach under new leadership. So maybe some tactics change. Um, I think this one's probably a stay away just because I don't know how the Red Bulls are going to look after the change in, in leadership. Uh, the Red Bulls inability to score has me focused on the first half and New York city FC not to lose. Um, I do like first half under one at minus 140. And I also like New York City FC draw no bet first half at plus 145. Uh, the Red Bulls can't score. Even if we get a push in this one, I'm okay with this. Um, but for, for everyone out there listening, I think first half under one at minus 140. And New York City FC draw no bet first half plus 145 are my plays. Red Bulls might not score in this one. Yeah, I I. I agree with you there. They may not score in this one, but honestly, I don't know if uh, NYCFC will either. Uh, You're going to laugh, but I am on draw in this game, Uh, you know, with the New York uh, Derby and, um, you know, both these teams being really inconsistent. um, It might be worth a little sprinkle on a draw here. You know, uh, New York Red Bulls have drawn three out of the last five games. Uh, We've seen NYCFC draw a couple games here. um, And I think both these teams might want to just get out of here with a point. Yeah. Yeah. It's, um, I would say, I would say lean towards the zero, zero draw. Or a one-one draw. Yeah, I mean, th- this is a, a a lean for me for sure. This game is really more of a stay away. But if you want to take a little sprinkle, a little quarter unit, something on a plus two forty-five draw, it's worth it. Oh, 100 percent, hundred percent. Especially the way these teams are not scoring. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. Um, all right. We we are entering now the later half of the Saturday slate. My Austin FC hosts FC Dallas in a in-state derby match. Sorry, Houston. Um, we have Austin FC plus 125 favorites. FC Dallas plus 215. Draw plus 245. Over-unders at two and a half, leaning more towards the over. I believe since I put up this background, uh, which I designed myself, uh, just kidding, we have not lost. Um, we've also not won. But, um, that is scoring. Okay. You're scoring. We're scoring. We're scoring and we're allowing goals. We like to make things entertaining for Ty. Um you know, we like going down uh, from stupid mistakes and then figuring it out on the offensive third. Uh, our best player this season is our left back, John Gallagher, which uh, I love John Gallagher. Great player, great speed, great left back. It's kind of an insult, though, to the rest of the players. I'm saying um, <laughs> we have Drew C. We're going to scored once. Um, you know, we have one win at home. Um, Owen Wolf. 
uh, was the player of the match. He got that 92nd uh, minute assist. Uh, we've conceded at least two goals in uh, our last three matches. Dallas is one, two, and two. It's kind of a bye week for them against St. Louis uh, due to weather, stopping the match. They haven't scored more than a goal in any match thus far on the road. Seven of 11 have seen both teams to score. Right now, both teams to score at minus 155. I'd probably still take that. Uh, not the best odds. Um, like I said, somewhat of a derby match here. We have Houston and Texas, so there's three teams, so it's kind of awkward, and you don't really know who the rival is. In fairness to Houston and Dallas, we came in third uh, in terms of you know becoming a franchise, so they're probably more of rivals than we are to them. <sighs> I am backing Austin Moneyline. Uh, do with that what you will, folks. But Austin FC plus 125, we are getting out of the slump. We are making our way towards a playoff spot, uh, climbing up that Western Conference ladder. Our center back, Julio Cascante, should be fully fit. Uh, Driussi was out last game as well. I think he will be ready to roll. Uh, Austin at home. Maybe you'll see, uh, if you turn on that game, maybe you'll see me there on the field, pitch invader. Uh, just kidding. <laughs> you know, um, We'll see what happens. Um, Ty, if you run out on the field, that would be the best. That would make we'd be the best show. We'd be the number one soccer podcast uh, ever, just because of that. I probably wouldn't be here next week um, if I did that. But uh, we'll start the we'll start the bail fund now for the listeners. Uh, we'll keep an eye out for a a, a, a GoFundMe for Ty's future bail for sprinting on the field. If I run onto the field, the first thing that I would do is go push Emiliano Ragoni over. <laughs> well, then just, you're getting stomped out by the team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then Drewsi would come up and, uh, you know, scissor kick me or uh, <laughs> high kick me into the face or something. Uh, and I, the, the tough thing about, you know, running onto the field against soccer players is if you abuse them, which obviously I would not abuse them, but if, you know, you push one, you run into one of them, uh, you're not going to outrun them. So. No, definitely not. <laughs> yeah, so that's that's my take. Uh, I'm back in Austin. Um, on the fence about whether or not I'm going to go. Uh, we'll see. Uh, so yeah, let's let's well, go. Least know, as a transition, I don't know if Austin is going to be able to outrun Dallas in this one uh, because uh, you know, like we just said, Austin's been giving up a lot of goals. Uh, you know, we haven't seen Dallas uh, really, you know, have so much you know winning success on the road. Um, but definitely some scoring success. Uh, four out of the five games they played on the road, they have scored. Uh, so the one play for me here is going to be the both teams to score. Yes, uh, a little juicy at the 155, uh, but I really like it. I think uh, I think that's kind of a gimme here with the way Austin's been playing. Yeah, and, and I mean, you got to think Austin are going to score at home. Right. We, we just don't get shut out at home. And Dallas, Jesus Ferreira, Paul Areola, uh, Paxton Pomacall, uh, really like those guys. I think they get one. Uh, I would not be surprised if this is a four-goal thriller. You know, Houston goes up 2-1, 2-0. We come back from behind, maybe we get five goals. I mean, Austin is the best team in MLS for over two and a half goals per game. I love that stat. I did not know that. Yep. So uh, I've just been more stressed about our uh, roster management and <laughs> – what the hell's going on? Uh, next up, we have the other Texas team, Houston Dynamo, hosting Seattle, plus 145 for Houston at home, plus 195 for Sounders, plus 230. Uh, Over-unders at 2.5, leaning more towards the over. Um, Houston, 4-1 at home. They shit the bed, though. Dominated the entire match against Salt Lake to draw 0-0. It was the right play. It was. The it right was, play. yeah. We're not backing away from that. Houston should have won. Uh, it's just the way soccer works, football works, excuse me. Um, you know, they they dominated the entire game, and that's just kind of how the cookie crumbles sometimes. Um, you know, Houston undefeated in their past four. Four or five games at home were wins. Uh, they haven't allowed a home goal yet, so four or five at home have seen under two and a half. Um, you know, score first in four or five at home. Uh, that was another play I took. The only match they didn't score first, it was a 0-0 draw. So, um, you know, and then Seattle. Uh, what are we doing, man? We're losing to Sporting Kansas City. <laughs> who hasn't won a season or a match on the season? Uh, speaking of teams that should maybe fire their coach, Sporting Kansas City, like, 
I don't know. Did we just save per- Peter Vermees' job? Granted, per- Peter Vermees has been with the club, I want to say, about 15 seasons, 15 years. So he do- does have some credibility, some uh, long tenure, but holy cow, have they looked bad. Um, I almost punched a hole in my wall watching the <laughs> Seattle Sporting Kansas City game. I took Seattle to score first. Of course, Sporting Kansas City wins. Um, and scores first. I saw your your tweet uh, about taking that halftime, uh, or excuse me, that um, the draw, draw. Yeah, Seattle. I, it looked good. I thought they were going to get it. I really did. They yeah. were really pushing at the end of the game when it was when it was two one. I really thought they were going to get it. Yeah, I mean, Seattle's won five of their last six against uh, Houston. They have the fifth best goals uh, scored, eighteen and eleven. Um, you know, they they're the second best team in terms of goals conceded in MLS at zero point eight two. Houston hasn't slowed down their form, even a draw against RSL. Um, that Sporting Kansas City for Seattle is a bad look. They should be able to bounce back. I just don't think they do so in this game. Both teams do have tremendous defenses. Houston at home, extremely difficult to play. I like the low-scoring aspect. So I'm back in the home team. Draw no bet. Houston, uh, minus 130. I may even take a stab at uh, under 2.75 at uh, minus 130 in this one. That's what I'm on. Uh, yeah. yeah, I'm on the under. Yeah, because I, I definitely need a little bit of a push protection. I know it's... I know we keep doing this, and some people might harp on us. Some of the real sharp guys out there, if you're not taking a minus 110, you don't know what you're doing. But we are trying to get you guys winners, uh, more importantly than just um, you know always making sure the juice is right and all that. We want to make sure you guys are educated, entertained, and uh, we get you guys some winners occasionally. So yeah. you got to pay a little extra juice because we think our numbers are right and that these are going to be the outcomes of the games. Um, then and pay the fucking juice you know <laughs> that's all you know, that's how i feel about it um and I, I don't i don't shy away from it uh so yeah that minus 134 uh for the 2.75 looks good um houston has allowed the fewest home games i mean sorry the, the fewest home goals um in mls um so something to remember even though seattle does have a pretty you know powerful um offense and that might be looking to rebound off of last week uh you know houston at home is stout uh, and they might have a tough time doing that. Uh, they've not conceded two or more goals at home this season, um, and they've lost the fewest home games in MLS this season. Uh, so Seattle have also not scored two or more in the last four games, a couple little things. And, uh, yeah, um, I'm all about the under here. Uh, I don't really have a, a side play, but, um, yeah, let's keep it low scoring. Yeah, and, I mean, to people who, like – are like, oh, if you if it's not minus one ten or better, like, what are you doing? It's also like, hey, we're giving out plays for every single MLS game, right? Um, right. You got to pick and pick and choose your battles, and I think you know we're very transparent about games that we're we're high on and games that we lean away from. Uh, but the goal is to have a play for every single match, so that way, regardless of the team that you're cheering on, regardless of the game that you're watching, you have a take from us, right? Um, yeah, we, we could hop on here and do our top three plays for the um, for the MLS slate, but Sports Gambling Podcast Network, that's really not what we're about, right? We want to give you the most action possible. And if that means, you know, getting minus 120 up to minus 160, even above, like, you know, we're not forcing anyone to take take a uh, a stand or take a play. We're just giving you our insights and and telling you what we think makes the most sense. So uh, I'm with you, man. It's uh, you know, betting is difficult. So anyone who uh, who's hopping on social media and giving uh, someone a hard time um, probably had a bad day betting. So uh, yep, been there, <laughs> which we've all had. Um, you know, I think what's important is when you have a bad day betting, bad day betting, uh, to not chase plays and um, to not change your tactics. I think one bad day of betting is not going to lose you um, in the long run. But if you change your tactics, change your betting style after one day, you will lose in the wrong long run. I like to address my betting style, my betting tactics on a monthly basis and just kind of see what's working, what's not working. And soccer is a wholly, completely different betting sport. Sorry, I know I'm getting off on a tangent here for a quick second, but, uh, you know, with, with the draws, with the Asian totals, it is so complex and different than any other sport um, that I think it, it, it can 
you can get derailed really fast. So stay consistent is probably what I should have said from the beginning. <laughs> All right, man. Hey, Sporting Kansas City hosting Minnesota United minus 105 for Sporting Kansas City, a favorite at home. Uh, plus 285 for Minnesota, a draw plus 255. Over unders at two and a half anymore towards the over. After that long monologue, Jacob, I will let you uh, take. Who do you got? In sure. Uh, Sporting Kansas City uh, steals a, uh, a win on the road last week against Seattle. First win in uh, quite a few games for them. Um, they have not been playing well, and neither is Minnesota. These are two of the worst teams in MLS. Uh, Minnesota is um, at least five games since a win, uh, 4-0-1 and their last five. Um, and we've seen Kansas City won 4-0 and their last five. Um, you know, this is really a, a stay-away game for me, if anything, here. Um, I'd have to look at maybe taking another stab at the under um, just because these teams don't score. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, Kansas City have scored the fewest goals at home in MLS. Um, they've not scored more than two goals at home. Um, and because of that, I mean, that alone, I don't think they are going to do their part. I think they come crashing back to earth here. Um, and I think we could see this play out as like a 1-0 victory either way. Um, something like that, but uh, I don't see this being a high-scoring game. I, uh, that's why I don't really have a play on it, um, except for the under, because I can't see this being a 1-0 victory either way. Yeah, I'm with you on the under. Um, Sporting against the City, round of applause. They uh, took them 11 matches to win their first of the season, and of course, on the road, against arguably a top-five team in MLS right now, if you come out and say you took Sporting Kansas City, you're an idiot, because uh, that would have just been dumb to take Sporting Kansas City on the road at Seattle. So, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, failed to score 7-11 matches. Uh, like you said, Minnesota. I thought it was going to be a low-scoring game against Vancouver. They couldn't find that equalizing goal. They have seven goals and six away matches. Uh, probably the toughest opponent that you would want to play at home. So, they're great on the road. They have lost four of the last five. Um, you know, ten goals through ten matches. This one... Stay away from me. Uh, two teams that have combined for two wins over their past 12 matches. Uh, Sporting Kansas City will have some momentum after that Seattle win, uh, but that win doesn't fix their problems, right? Minnesota are reeling. They may find a way, so maybe some Minnesota double chance. With Sporting Kansas City's inability to score, uh, you have to lean Minnesota, I think, if you're going to pick a pick a side in this one. Especially Sporting Kansas City are... Uh, minus 105 favorites. That's pretty steep. I think it probably should be a little bit more even uh, in terms of the odds in this one. Uh, I do like the under 2.75 at minus 130, Uh, but this is probably a stay away from me. I just, you know, Sporting Kansas City shocked me by beating Seattle. Who knows what they're going to look like this week. Um, They continue to lose. I think Peter Vermees will be terminated and fired. Um, kind of surprising. He wasn't the first one to go, but they did just beat Seattle. So, uh, that's, that's my play. Um, next up we got Colorado versus the Philadelphia union, Colorado plus 165 favorites union plus 175 underdogs draw plus 230 over unders at two and a half slightly leaning towards a under, uh, Colorado zero three and one at home picked up another nice result this time on the road. Uh, they got three goals. Uh, almost had a shutout, if not for LA Galaxy getting one back in the 89th minute. Uh, Cabral up top is a weapon now. They haven't won at home. Um, you know, failed to score in two of four at home. They are undefeated in uh, their past seven. They haven't seen a first half goal this season. Uh, a goal in the first half at home this season. Nine goals, 11 matches. We know who the Union are. Um, well, I thought we did at the beginning of the season. They're one, one, and three on the road. Uh, they picked apart methodically the Red Bulls, one nothing on a Gazdag penalty in the first half. Um, you know, Concacaf Champions League is out of the picture for the Union. They can finally focus on MLS. Colorado draws it home a ton, even against good teams like. LA, LAFC. I like the Union to continue their form and extend the win streak to three, but for safety, uh, just because Colorado does draw a lot, I don't want to back the money line play. And I guess you could could look at Philadelphia Union draw no bet at minus 108. Uh, but for safety concerns, I'm taking Philadelphia Union double chance and under four and a half at minus 150. Uh, I, I like I just, that. The only other play that I would suggest if you want to take the money line, if you're like, okay, I don't care about the stupid double chance stuff that Ty's always talking about, I would take a half unit 
on the union money line and under three and a half goals. Um, could very well be a 2-1 victory for the Union. I think if Colorado scores first, we're in a world of hurt um, for that play. But uh, to get some nice odds, Philadelphia Union money line and under three and a half on a half a unit if you don't like the double chance play. Sure. Uh, you know, I got a play here. Uh, I haven't given out too many big plus money plays this week, but I got one here. I like Philadelphia Union win and both teams to score no. Uh, it's plus 390. Uh, I like Philly to get a win on the road here against a weak Colorado team who I think has only scored like one goal at home, two goals at home so far this year, um, and played played out uh, two zero zero 0 draws at home. Um, you know, I think Philly, you know, they're headed in the right direction, kind of. Um, you know, we've seen score more, um, you know, win the last two games in a row, and I think this may be Philadelphia turning the corner here um to you know get back to their winning ways um i know they took a bad beat to lafc in the concaf championship right am i saying remembering that right um so yeah i mean because of that i think they're you know know, got their focus back on the league and i I think that they're going to take it to colorado here um so that's going to be my play uh plus 390 uh philadelphia union win and uh, both teams to score no yeah and that that kind of goes hand in hand with 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 what i said too right right you know, two nothing, three nothing, one nothing. Right. Um, so I, I love that. And you got even better odds. Um, Colorado, I mean, the Union do have a good defense. It's just a matter of whether or not they decide to show up. Well, honestly, I was going to give out what you gave out, the the Philly and under three and a half, uh, but I didn't want to do the same thing. So I so I took a stab at the both teams to score no. No, if we can have the same play, it just means that uh, great minds think alike. And uh, that, you know, similar to the Houston match, hopefully uh, we don't get beat up by Colorado. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, next up, we got Salt Lake. Real Salt Lake hosting LAFC. Salt Lake plus 175 underdogs. LAFC plus 140 favorites on the road. The draw plus 275. Over-unders at two and a half to three, leaning more towards the under. Quality point on the road for uh, Salt Lake. Um, you know, I thought Houston would be a lock. Um, Salt Lake absorbed loads of pressure throughout and did well to hang on. Uh, Four of their five home games have seen over two and a half. 70% of all of their games have had over two and a half. Uh, 80% of their goals, though, have been scored in the second half. Uh, LAFC, first loss of the season to in-state San Jose, dominated possessions and shots. San Jose uh, got a brace from Christian Espinosa to win 2-1. LAFC have won the previous six meetings against RSL. Uh, They have conceded in three straight away. uh, And 67% of their games have seen over two and a half. So LAFC, even on the road, I think they're poised to get back on track after suffering their first loss of the season. They haven't been as dominant as last year on the road. Um, LAFC, that is. But uh, RSL got a quality result. I think playing LAFC, though, is a whole different caliber than Houston. Sorry, Houston. You just got to kind of prove it to us for the remainder of the season. Um, back some goals in this one. I do like LAFC. Draw no bet at minus 120. I think that's a great play. Um, you know, yes, maybe you get a draw, but I don't think LAFC are losing. I also really like over two and a half at minus 130. Um, yeah, those are the, you know, keep it simple, stupid. Right. Yeah, I think I honestly I think uh, LA can get that over themselves here. Um, I really think they're going to take it to a real Salt Lake. I think this is just uh, a, such a gap in talent between these two teams. Uh, so because of that, I am going to take half a unit and put it on the plus one forty. Uh, I'm going to take you know what? Yeah, let's do that. Let's take half a unit, put it on a plus one forty. I'm going to take half a unit and put it on the minus one twenty two. So a little push protection, and then um, honestly, I'm probably going to take like a uh, uh, sprinkle a little bit on the minus one at plus two seventy five. Um, yeah, I really cool. like I really like LAFC here to take it to Salt Lake, and I'm on their team total over one and a half plus one fifteen. Um, I get real Salt Lake has um, been playing better two zero zero draws last time out. Um, but the games that they won before that, so they played a 0-0 draw last time out to Seattle at home. Before that, they won 3-1, 3-1 against San Jose and Charlotte, two teams where you see goals. But when you saw them play a team like uh, St. Louis or even a team that has a little bit more firepower like Austin, you saw, you saw them get crushed. You know, St. Louis they beat them 4-zip, and I think that's the kind of game we're going to see here. Yeah. I mean, and if you wanted, you know, to take the money line play, you want it better than um, plus 140, maybe – 
sprinkle a quarter on LAFC money line and over two and a half goals at plus two fifty five. Yeah, absolutely. The, the plus, uh, sorry, the LAFC and over one and a half is plus one eighty five. So not a big enough change for me to want to take something like that. So I would, I would even level it up to two and a half there. Um, yeah. I mean, uh, LAFC, um, have won the, I mean, have lost the fewest away games in MLS this year. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm taking the, taking a stab at that for sure. I like it. Uh, the final game on Saturday, we do have one more Sunday match. Uh, the Portland Timbers plus one thirty favorites, white caps plus two ten, draw plus two forty over unders at two and a half, leaning more towards the, over uh you know portland disappointed not to get all three points at home against austin they allowed the equalizing goal twice i say it time and time again please start yumi chara uh let him play with his bro diego chara uh would love to see that maybe they'll win a game uh they are two two and one at home um they've conceded in six straight vancouver has not won on the road they're zero three and one only one road loss. They're definitely a home team for sure. A uh, great win against Minnesota showed that they can handle a high-scoring match. Uh, they're undefeated in their past eight matches. No wins, though, which is a little concerning. Uh, four or five previous matches have seen clean sheets for them. Um, they haven't scored more than a goal on the road this season. I like Vancouver in the spot. I really do. Austin went in, put up two goals against Portland. I think Vancouver are a little bit stronger right now than, than Austin. Um, they'll, they're going to continue their unbeaten streak to nine games. Um, rather than uh, just stick with the double chance, I'm going with a number, another Vancouver double chance and under four and a half uh, at minus 125. I also don't hate the maybe sprinkle a half unit, maybe a quarter unit on the draw at plus 240. Um, Vancouver has five draws. Portland has three draws. Uh, I think a draw is potentially in the in the works here. Yeah, I definitely like that. The you know, and leaning towards that, the one thing I really like here is uh, the both teams to score. Yes, I know it's minus one sixty. Um, you know, I don't like too much more in this game. Um, but you know, we have seen Vancouver eight games since a loss. Um, winners of three out of the last five. Um, you know, with those two zero zero draws sprinkled in there. Um, yeah, I mean, they've lost the fewest away games in MLS, and uh, Portland just isn't giving me the kind of confidence I need to take them as a winner. Um, but honestly, neither is Vancouver on the road. We haven't really seen them uh, have much success. Um, but we have seen them score in three out of, the, uh, out of their four road games. Um, and we have seen Portland uh, have both teams to score, yes, in four out of the last five overall and three out of the last five at home. Um, so for me, I'm just going to one little minor play on here, the minus 160. Um, I think it's a pretty pretty easy play here. Yeah, I totally, totally agree. Uh, Vancouver hasn't shown enough on the road. Portland, yes, maybe because they're the home team, they should be a little favorite, but not by as much as they are. Uh, I'm get, that's why I'm giving them the goal. You know, because they're a home team, I'll give them a goal, not going to give them the win. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, the final match we have is Sunday, Sunday evening, the Galaxy hosting San Jose, Galaxy minus 115 favorites, San Jose plus 290, the draw plus 285, overrunners at three, leaning more towards the under. Um, yeah, I mean, Galaxy, just one win. Greg Vanny probably should be worried, especially with some firings coming, coming out. <laughs> yeah. um, 21 shots, one goal that came in the 89th minute um, against Colorado. They have all sorts of problems. Pooch, Puig, however you want to say it, is back. Uh, someone please let me know how to actually pronounce it because I've heard everyone under the sun say it different ways. They've lost five of their last six. They have scored an all five at home. That is the LA Galaxy. This is a bit of an in-state I – don't, I don't want to call it a derby match because LA Galaxy's in-state rival is LAFC. Sorry, San Jose. Um they haven't been winning at half either, the LA Galaxy, that is, uh, this season. San Jose has not won on the road. They are great at home. They took down LAFC and probably what was the best win on the slate last week, um, thanks to Espinosa's brace. No road wins. They're trending towards scoring goals, though. Their previous four have all hit over two and a half. They've scored in their previous two. Um, 
you know, they've allowed two goals or more in four of their five away. They've only been losing at half in three of 11. So this one's a little bit juicy for me, and I'm hoping it comes down over two and a half at minus 160. Uh, I think maybe a, I don't want to call it a safer play, but a different play you could look at. Both teams to score and over two and a half is at minus 115. I do like that one. Um, I, I also like San Jose to score first. Uh, LA Galaxy haven't been winning at half the season. I trust San Jose to come out on the front foot like they did against LAFC and, and nick a goal uh, against the Galaxy on the road. Um, San Jose Earthquakes score first at plus 140. Yeah, um, I like this game for goals too. Uh, we've seen both these teams, LA Galaxy at home, uh, four of the last five, uh, both teams have scored yes. San Jose. Uh, pretty similar thing on the road. Um, all but one game has seen both teams to score. Um, and because of that, I'm actually, I like a lot of goals in this game. So I'm going to do a little ladder on the total here. We're going to do the over two and a half, over 2.75, over three, and over four at uh, plus 270. Um, I think this could be like a 2-2 game, a 3-2 game, something like that. Uh, we've seen both these teams give up a lot of goals. Um, so uh, I'm going to do a little ladder total. Um, I'm gonna. I like the both teams to score. Yes, but it's minus one eighty, so I'm not gonna take it. Uh, if you do want a both teams to score, I would add the uh, both teams to score. Yes, and over two and a half play. Um, but I like the uh, team totals here for over one and a half for both teams. LA Galaxy is minus one forty, and uh, San Jose is plus one sixty nine uh, yes. for over one and a half. Um, we see, Galaxy gives up over one and a half goals all the time. So does San Jose. Uh, so. Uh, I'm not going to read too much into it. I just like this game for goals. Yeah, I, I agree. I think if this one comes down to 2.5, uh, split 2.5 to 3, I think hammer that. Hammer that. Even if you get three goals in this one, that's still a, uh, a half win there. Uh, and or, you know, if you're feeling a little risky, maybe take the over three. Right now it's at minus 102. I, I think we see four goals in this one. Um, all right, man, that's week 12 of the MLS Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. We do have a, a guest coming up here in a short bit, but my name is Ty Roder at TRODS1019 uh, on Twitter. Jacob, uh, I'll let you fill us in for uh, TikTok, our MLS feed on Twitter, and our YouTube. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, uh, another great show. Uh, week 12 in the books for uh, for us for our previews and predictions. But coming up, uh, we have Ashley, also known as Soccer Q Ash, on Twitter. Uh, she is a great soccer handicapper, uh, all the way from Hawaii, getting up early. So make sure you stick around. She's going to have some uh, great info and plays and whatnot, and uh, let us know what it takes uh, to be a pro capper, uh, especially as a uh, uh, as a female in the industry. I know um, she probably has a, a unique insight uh, for all of us. Uh, but yeah, I'm Jacob Reb at Pick Management on Twitter, uh, at Pick Management on TikTok. You can find us on YouTube at MLS Gambling Podcast, on TikTok at MLS Gambling Podcast, on Twitter at MLS SGPN. Uh, you can always find us on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. And uh, yeah, that'll do it. Uh, make sure to check out the Twitter during the week for our best bets. And uh, yeah, stick around for Ashley coming up next. Sounds good. are back with our guest ashley from all angles sports investing jacob knows her uh through some social media ties we're so happy to have you ashley uh can't wait to hear your insights on all things soccer uh jacob take us away yeah uh ashley is a great follow on twitter at soccer q ash vip uh is her main page uh we have her here today she's got a great page on youtube too all angles sports investing uh and, you know, she's got a unique perspective as a full-time better. Uh, you know, we just wanted to talk to her today, um, you know, get her opinions on, 